mistake that I have made. Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. In addition, this week, to the American Society of Interior Designers, I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and interior design conversation. My guest tonight is Miss Caitlin Stokes, designer at Crystal Kitchen and Bath Design and Build Showroom in Crystal, Minnesota. Caitlin, welcome to Drink in the Style. Thank you. Did you enjoy the trip over from Crystal? I did. It was a really good day to come down here. It's I know. sunny and beautiful. Right? Oh. I know. It's uh, it's absolutely, it's a reprieve given last week's snow, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Newkirk, Minneapolis-based man of mystery, will be our master of spirits this evening. Dan, who are you pitching for tonight, and what are you mixing up? Uh, we're <clears throat> working from the uh, the Mercy Bar and Dining Room on 901 Hennepin downtown. Love uh, Mercy. doing a uh, classic Collins build of a cocktail, which is going to be gin, sugar, citrus, and bubbles. Okay. Um, that's a standard co- uh, Collins, a go-to summer drink all around the this, civilized This is an world. absolute patio pounder. I mm-hmm. love it. So what are you going to do with it instead? I'm going to make it delicious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair enough. We've got uh, uh, the mixing music on cue. Brett, there we go. Dan, you are going to start and base this using uh, a gin, and not just any gin, correct? A Japanese Uber gin. Uh, from the uh, people who own Beam Suntory, uh, which is Jim Beam affiliate with uh, the Suntory brand, based out of Japan now. Okay. Uh, they just do spirits really, really well. Okay. The Japanese are doing amazing stuff with liquor. I think we were talking about that at a different point. Anything they turn their attention to, they were fine, it seems. Mm-hmm. Except the cars. I don't like their cars that much. Mm. Yeah. Although, yeah. I'm a European car guy. That's all I can say. <laughs> so the gin is called Roku gin, though. And Roku means? Good. That's nice. So the drink is actually called A Good Collins at uh, Mercy. Okay. I don't want to get too fancy for anything. Good for you. Keep it simple. The sugar sugar source that I decided to go with is a raspberry honey syrup. I try to stick to the unrefined sugars just because they have a little bit more flavor in bulk. Uh, raspberry was my second go-to. I really wanted to do cherry blossom, uh, but it wasn't in season yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that might be an additive in about six weeks when it becomes available in the market. Okay. Fantastic. Well, I think we'll both be there. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right. So you were adding now the lemon, is that correct? Correct. All right. And a pretty healthy amount. Um, I'd say that's more than a dash of lemon, right? Yes. Uh, so the build is actually two ounces gin, uh, one ounce sugar, uh, three quarters ounce citrus, and then I'll top it off with about two ounces per cocktail of uh, soda water. Fantastic. All right. And you a full ounce of sugar? You'll see. Remember, right. I, remember I told you in previous shows that I bricks all my sugar properly? Yep. Uh, so that goes into the uh, formulation of the... Uh, the cocktail. Okay, fantastic. All right, and we're going to mix it up, which means we're getting a little bit of musical theater going on. Isn't it, though? I keep saying this. I need to break that down and put it on the site as like a downloadable message tune. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or signal. Right? I never bring an ice scoop, just so you know. My hands, <laughs> my hands are clean. <laughs> Sounds good. Have you got everything mixed up, and how are we going to garnish this when we've got... Uh, so the garnish that I do at the restaurant are uh, violas from Drake Smith Farms, okay. uh, which are fantastic, because everything we get from them is edible, uh, and they're very seasonal, and they're very hands-on. But my delivery comes in this afternoon, so we, uh, we are flowerless today. You've been deflowered. Been deflowered. <laughs> Dan Newkirk has been deflowered. Truly a momentous day. And then you're adding a little bit of vermouth, correct? Nope, soda water. Oh, really? It's in a vermouth bottle. Uh, this is Pellegrino. Oh, shoot. All right. See, my mind is immediately straight to the, alcohol-related. Uh, what you'll subjects. notice, the one thing I didn't do is shake the bubbles because it had blown up in our face. A great call. A mm-hmm. great call. Or a good Collins. Ba-doom-boom. Look there at that. That's why the show is going straight to the top, Brett. All right. And then you are straining into our cups. I use a double strainer because I don't want any uh, ice chips in. We want just an easy, smooth... Great drinking drink. Fantastic. It looks good. It's got a uh, slight pinkish hue. Mm-hmm. It looks, it honestly looks like it would drink like grapefruit. But the flavor profile is much, much different than that. 
All right. Fantastic. And there it is. Our cocktail is created. Mm -hmm. Brett, we can cut the music. This thing is here, and it's together. It uh, is is absolutely fantastic. Gin, incidentally, uh, my parents firmly believe that gin makes for angry drunks. Now, you were saying just last week that tequila is actually an upper as an it's, it's a stimulant. A stimulant, yeah. thank you. Like if you go to the regular science of things, like alcohol is a downer no matter what. But the, the components in like tequila uh, will bring you up because it's more of a stimulant. Uh, where these, like all, all booze besides tequila, agave based, are, are going to essentially bring you down. But whatever mood you're already in is going to be amplified by the alcohol. So if, if you're just being a person, it's going to make you a person. How absolutely true. That I mean, explains that explains quite a lot. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> Which goes back to the gin thing, I've always said. You know, gin might maybe open that bottle that's already in there, but you can't blame the gin right. for the fact that you are a mean drunk. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. All right, let's take a little sip, everybody, see how this goes. Brett, you'll have to wait until the break. I will go later. Oh, my God. Uh, dude. Patio founder. Mm -hmm. Seriously. I, when I am ready to check out and just go down to a beach and drink myself into an early grave, you're coming with me. Heard. <laughs> and the faster, the more drinks like this you can make, the faster I hit the grave. <laughs> and that means the more that's left over for you to enjoy. Deal. All right. I think mm -hmm. it's uh, it's really good. Caitlin, yeah. do you like it? Are you enjoying it? I do. It? That is very smooth. I love a good Collins, though. It's mm -hmm. usually my go-to. Is it? Absolutely. It is. I love it. You still get the, uh, you can taste the honey. You mm -hmm. get the raspberry. But that little bit of yuzu sneaks in under the bottom. I skipped bitters because I didn't want to mess with the botanicals that are coming through in the gin because the gin really does need to shine. Yeah. And it does. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, again, that, that's, that dances on your tongue when we, when we warmed it up and it still strengthens its way through. Let's talk a little bit design before we go uh, and take a quick yeah, break. Yeah, absolutely. I noticed, Caitlin, in your bio that you said mm -hmm. you have a passion for historical architecture. Right? I do. What's your favorite era? What are um, you thinking about? I mean, I personally lean towards kind of mid-century just naturally um but i really love the kind of neoclassical baroque mm -hmm. style i just love how detailed it is and just the craftsmanship that goes into it um so like we mentioned earlier the notre dame cathedral i'm obsessed oh. with everything about it mm -hmm. um just how intricate it is and just how gorgeous it is it's fascinating isn't it i mean although you know when I was in China at one point, I was doing some souvenir shopping, and I chose, I don't know, a bowl or something, and it was very plain, very simple and things. And the the guy in the shop said, yes, Westerners always choose the simple ones, mm -hmm. which is strange. And I thought to myself, why is that? Because during a Baroque period, extremely intricate. Mm -hmm. And it occurred to me, and tell me if you think this is true or not, it occurred to me that detail and intricate, uh, intricate design can be mass-produced now so easily and can be used to hide flaws. Agreed. That it's lost its its the skills. Well, required. and I, I think that too. And you know, there really aren't that many tradespeople out there doing that kind of detail work that you see. So I think it's very much a lost art. I think so too. I think so too. All right. Uh, what is not a lost art is this cocktail. Mm -hmm. This is fantastic. We're going to take a really quick break. When we come back with Caitlin Stokes, we'll be talking about kitchen, bath, design. Stick with us. When you pay the rent. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Art lovers, it's time to celebrate, learn about, and collect local art at the St. Paul Art Crawl, running April 26th to 28th. The Spring St. Paul Art Crawl, presented by the St. Paul Art Collective, is a must-do experience that you will love. Over the weekend, you will have the chance to explore a wide variety of art while touring through local artist studios, lofts, and galleries. Up for purchase will be paintings, photography, pottery, sculpture, fiber arts, and more. The Art Crawl sprawls over 34 locations. Join the Art Crawl and discover outstanding art for your own. And when you buy local art, you're providing to artists so that they may continue to create the art we love. 
The Metro Transit is supporting the local art community too with free transit passes. Download your pass to ride buses and light rail for free during the art crawl. Be sure to get details at stpaulartcrawl.org. That's stpaulartcrawl.org. Visit the wine bar at Cafe Latte and enjoy a unique handcrafted pizza and glass of wine. The perfect place for an intimate night or an evening with friends. Choices range from spicy Italian sausage and sweet roasted peppers to the one-of-a-kind nacho chicken pizza layered with blue corn tortilla chips. The approachable wine list offers over 30 by the glass with special emphasis on wines from Washington State. End your night with one of Cafe Latte's melt-in-your-mouth desserts, 850 Grand Avenue, St. Paul. April showers bring May flowers, but make sure no flowers are growing out of your carpet this spring. You know that bacteria and allergens build up in your carpeting, crushing hopes and dreams of healthy indoor air. Only my friends at Zero Res clean with healthy, clean-powered water. Call Zero Res right now, 952-ZERO-RES, or go online at ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell them you want the AM950 special. Zero Res, spell it backward or forward, it spells the same. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design. I have a philosophy. Furniture should be beautiful, but if it's not comfortable, it's not much use to anyone. That's why at Habitation, we work hard to make sure that the furniture we sell is stylish and functional. Unique and useful. What more can you ask for? Habitation Furnishing and Design 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Drink in the Style, a one-hour conversation about art, architecture, design, and pretty much anything else aesthetic. And this is an episode of the American Society of Interior Designers Guest Feature. Doesn't that sound impressive? This does. I know. Maybe we'll need horns or something oh. to go off with that. This is a chance for us to explore the ASID vision statement, Design Impacts Lives. I am your host, Gregory Rich, and my guest this week is Caitlin Stokes, designer at Crystal Kitchen and Bath, located at 3620 Winnetka Avenue North in Crystal, Minnesota. Caitlin, that yeah. was a long intro. I know. Sorry about that. That's but okay. from there. Introduce us to uh, CKB. What is it all about? Yeah, so Crystal Kitchen and Bath is a full service um, design build firm. So we mainly do remodels um, and we focus mainly on kitchen and bath. Um, and we also do a lot of like aging in place. So what that means is people can stay in their homes a lot longer um, just by some some renovations. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what, we're do, what we do. Um, and we're able to, because we're um, the designers, the general contractors, all of those, we're able to handle the situ or the project and really bring it from fruition to completion. So you're focusing on, uh, well, not focusing, but you have a strong practice in aging within place, you said, is, yes. the, is the term. Yep. And that's making these spaces more functional given people's diminished physical abilities. Yes, especially since we're seeing a lot of baby boomers um, mm -hmm. right now who, who do want to stay in their homes longer. Um, and just the cost of moving either to another home or to an assisted living facility usually is a lot more expensive than just doing a remodel and mm -hmm. being able to stay in that home. Um, and it's a lot of things too, like people love their neighborhoods and mm -hmm. we see that a lot in, in Minnesota is people really find that neighborhood and they want to stay. Mm -hmm. I'm the same way. <laughs> it's true. I mean, why? I mean, it, it, depends. it depends. Part of me actually, I look forward to some kind of assisted living home because it seems to me like it's going to be back to college dorm days. <laughs> I just, I just see myself basically in my bathrobe much of the day, <laughs> blowing off things I'm supposed to be doing, drinking, and then wandering to another room to see who's hanging out. There That's why STD rates are really high in the living communities of senior citizens. <laughs> That's my, my grandma lives in one. It's a, it's a fact. It's seriously, it's, yeah. it's, it's huge. But what about, I love the concept. Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, what types of things can you do to a kitchen to make it more functional? So, we do a lot of um, just depending on the person's height, making sure that they're not bending over too much because... You know, your lower back takes a hit when you do things like that. Or even just raising a dishwasher is 
much more impactful or being more aware of where that wall oven is placed. Um, so you're not reaching too high or reaching too low, those kinds of things. Um, and we do a lot um, with like wheelchair accessibility or ADA guidelines in a sense. Okay. Um, just being more aware of those kinds of things. And so they function better doing more wider um, workspace or um, aisle mm -hmm. spaces mm -hmm. um, and just making it function a lot. Okay. more effectively for people who might have physical disabilities or anything like that. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I mean, enabling people to stay in their homes longer. Yeah. That's what they choose to yep. do. I mean, that is a fabulous example of Design Impacts Lives. In it fact, is. That is... Literally the whole thing. <laughs> if, if the mic was not attached to the desk, I would drop it right now and say, you've just nailed this thing and done it well. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, let's continue talking yes. about this. Well, let's talk about the aesthetics of kitchens. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's, let's start with that. So... What 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 is the the trend right now in kitchens and and what would you say that trend is replacing? Um, I mean, white kitchens are still really a big big thing. Mm -hmm. um, but what we're seeing is people getting a lot more bold with their color choices or doing adding more color into their kitchen, whether it's in their cabinetry or their backsplash or even sometimes their countertops. Mm -hmm. um, just being a little bit more aware of their own personal style. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen recently with um, some of the people who walk in to our showroom is they are kind of gearing away from that painted cabinet mm -hmm. um, and really want a more natural feel with a with a good stained wood. Um, hmm. So we do see that happening again. Um, it's usually a lighter tone. It's not the kind of builder's grade oak that we've seen for mm. how many years that I I'm have such, I grew up people. with it everywhere in my parents' house mm -hmm. and I just, I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, that stain at least. Oak is a beautiful, beautiful wood, but Nice not, grain, but My, my job when I went to my grandma's was to, I grabbed the, the, the this aerosol oak cleaner in a rag and I went and polished all of her furniture. Right. And that's how I got goodies and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take care of the oak. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was. I had. I shed no tears when everybody started enameling all their wood, and all the oak went to white. Yeah. That was perfectly fine. I like a nice, clean white space. Well, and that's what we're seeing too. Is I mean, I think because white. Not that it was overdone, but it is a little stark. So mm -hmm. we are seeing warmer colors happen. So we've seen a lot of those cooler grays kind of turn warm, mm -hmm. um, and just people getting a little bit more in the sense of. Getting back to browns and beiges and tans, um, getting more back to those earthy tones. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the biggest thing that I've seen. Um, and people just making bolder choices and really figuring out what they like instead of what's going to last. Which is, again, the key, mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned, for good design. If it makes you happy, if it's speaking to you, and you have a designer who keeps you from, you know, possibly acting on that urge for, you know, the bright orange mousse... Yeah. you know, light fixtures placed throughout the house. Well, that's what we really pride ourselves, all the designers that we have no at CKB. No moose light fixtures. No, not that. <laughs> no. But we really pride ourselves on listening to our clients and really figuring out how they work in their spaces and what their actual personal design trend is. Um, so it's just all about that and really mm -hmm. getting your own personality in it without getting, yeah, that like crazy over the top purple end. backsplash or something like that <laughs> that is yeah 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 it seemed like such a great idea oh, everything yeah. was purple in 82 mm -hmm. i'm telling you it was huge yeah and then it's come i mean lilac's coming back so it's coming back and pink has made a revel uh, has, has made huge strides but i think we're a lot smarter about where we put it and how we use it which Without. is I love seeing. <laughs> with, with, without a doubt. I mean, trends are trends. And, you mm -hmm. know, and again, you know, somebody has said, you know, the secret to, you know, trends is to avoid them and to understand, you know, what is fashion, what is trends. What would you say the trend life cycle is in kitchen and baths? Um, I would probably say a good 10 years mm -hmm. just because you that in that decade of time you get a lot of different influences you get a lot of different styles that happen whether it's fashion or pop culture or those kinds of things and they all kind of come together mm -hmm. and then present something new um so i i would say probably 10 years but if you design a good kitchen at least good cabinetry a good structure mm -hmm. it could last you 20 years 20 30 years 
And that's what we pride ourselves on is making sure that those kitchens last for a long time. Kitchens and bathrooms, I should say. Good for you. I mean, that's uh, that's true. Again, a certain level of timelessness, but everything needs a little bit of tweaking here and there. Exactly. And those are just little things like hardware or fixtures or those kinds of things. But I think your your bones, your you know, in a kitchen, it's usually your cabinets. Mm-hmm. Um, those should be a solid structure that can last mm-hmm. for quite a while. All right. Fantastic. Well, you hit on two things, actually, I want to come back and talk to you a little Mm -hmm. bit about, and that is cabinet hardware and fixtures specifically. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? We're going to take a really quick break. We are going to refresh these really good, good Collinses. Dan, you should be shaking right now because my friend. (laughs) No, the shakes have actually gone away due to the drink. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I and my pink elephant friends will be back in just a couple of minutes. I'd like to remind you, you are listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and this is Drink in the Style. Refresh your cocktails, and we will be back in just a moment. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, on the radio program, I often say that life is the big stuff, but living is in the details. The furniture in your home may be details, but that's where you do the living. So why not speak to one of Habitation's design professionals about making your space the best it can be? Habitation, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Seward Co-op, serving the community for nearly 45 years, invites you to shop their two convenient locations, both offering the strong commitment to local producers and healthy foods you've come to expect. Seward focuses on locally grown and raised products, fair trade, and environmental sustainability. Shop their selection of meats, artisan cheeses, and house-made baked goods. Find Seward at 2823 East Franklin Avenue or the Friendship Store on 38th Street and 3rd Avenue in Minneapolis. More at seward.coo. I'm Connie Bure, co-host of Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show. Join Michelle Kitzmiller and I as we focus on all aspects of health, wellness, spirituality, and growth from a mind, body, spirit, emotion perspective. Join us next week as we explore the many aspects of vibrational or energy medicine. You may be surprised by what is considered energy medicine and how hospitals use them everywhere. You'll learn more about some you've never heard about. Join us for the Awakened Living Infusion Radio Show, Saturdays at 10 a.m. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. With your AM 950 weather, this is Eric Nelson. Night will be mostly clear with the low around 50. Monday, partly sunny with a high of 72 and the low around 47. One day, rain and possible thunderstorms before 7 p.m. with a high of 52 and the low around 39. Tuesday, sunny with a high of 59 and the low around 38. Eat local Minnesota.com's restaurant of the week is Cafe Latte. Cafe Latte is a gourmet cafeteria with an ever-changing selection of award-winning salads, sandwiches, and soup. Plus, their bakery specializes in fresh breads and desserts. Check them out at the intersection of Victoria and Grand in St. Paul. Oh, 
bootleg Beatles version? Laura Headland claims it is, yes. Really? I will throw her under the bus if she says no. Yeah, she's on the spot. We're going to be doing a show together, and you're going to play that, because we're going to check into she that. She has a lot of these. She brought this in a few years ago. There's a bunch of these weird bootleg kind of Beatles songs. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. We're going to yeah. need a copy of that. Mm-hmm. All right, that's totally awesome. All right, we're listening to Drink in the Style. Music this week is actually all Beatles-based. Why? Because it's spring, and for some reason, spring makes me think of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you why. I have no story beyond that. You're a Beatles fan, Dan? Uh, sort of. <laughs> I appreciate their music, but I didn't grow up in that era, so I mean, to, to call myself a fan, I'm kind of like that second, third generation hang-on. Fair enough. Uh, where I didn't appreciate it in its moment. Fair enough. Or nor did I, though, frankly. I mean, I was born in 1971. And uh, by then, I mean, the Beatles probably broke up in, what, 72, 73, 68? No, not 68. Four other solo careers kicked off. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, and I was born in 91, and I still am obsessed with anything 60s culture. Really? Music, architecture, sign, all of it. I have such a love-hate with the 60s. I really do. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if you've heard any of my anti-baby boomer rants. As individuals, they're top-notch, but as a generation, I call them the locust generation. They destroyed <laughs> everything, ranging from the happy hours that people used to have after cocktail or after work. Anyway, Caitlin, yes. so tell me, you are a leader within the ASID community. Mm-hmm. And I would honestly call you, I really would call you an evangelist for oh. the cause. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the organization's Design Impacts Lives initiative. How does that affect, or how do you affect uh, that concept in your position at Crystal Kitchen and Baths? And, and specifically, talk to me about baths and bathrooms. Um, well, the initiative is health and wellness. Um, and when it comes to bathrooms, especially since, again, we do m- focus on kitchens and bathrooms and aging in place with those spaces in mind. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a lot of people actually take their bathtubs out if they can and just do a, a shower. Um, and especially doing a trench drain so you don't have... You know, it's just a clear space. Okay. Um, really? So yeah. it's like a totally, absolutely open shower well, area? Well, it's just, it's, it's a low, um, I can't think of it now. Um, you don't have a threshold to get into that shower. So it's okay. nice for people who maybe can't lift their legs as much or mm-hmm. people who are in wheelchairs or just physically disabled in oh. some sense. Um, so it's it's about that, and it's about changing the height of those vanities, uh, making sure that you use a comfort height toilet, you have an, enough grab bars in that space so they're not falling, you use the right materials um, that have enough grip on the floor but aren't too hard on your feet. So it's, it's a culmination of all of those things, uh, and just making sure that you're using the right materials and making sure that it works for them and their space. Which makes sense. And the, the, the right... Materials, I think, is absolutely key. We had the funniest thing, if I may. I love telling personal stories. I just I do what I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do the same thing, so. <laughs> so when my wife and I built our house, we battled over the bathroom in the, off the master. And she really wanted all white marble floors, mm-hmm. walls, ceilings, stuff like Not ceiling, I guess, but floors and walls. Mm-hmm. And I didn't because I insisted that marble was too slippery for floors. And, and so we wound up compromising, and a compromise, as some will tell you, is, of course, the determination to make sure that no one is happy. Um, <laughs> so we created this uh, bathroom, which was terrible. So 10 years later, five years later, seven years later, whatever it is, we, tear, or we, we decide we're going to retile everything, and we wind up doing the marble floor tile because I grew wiser and realized that if she wants marble, she can rise all the marble. Happy wife, happy life. Except that the very first day she slipped on the marble. Oh, no. <laughs> she went down and I believe she broke her finger. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, but it's true. But, and, and, and in bathrooms, slipping and having something to grab onto mm-hmm. and knowing where to put that stuff is absolutely critical. Well, and now, too, and we do a lot with, like, steam showers, too, because just the steam helps with your skin. And if you're sick or anything like that, um, and doing in-floor heat to make sure that if somebody does fall, like, unfortunately, your wife, mm-hmm. that if they're stuck there for a while, they're not freezing. Mm-hmm. Um, or doing things like now there's a lot of... Wait, I wiped out on my floor, but luckily it's heated, so I'm <laughs> so okay for I'm the okay next two days. For, I'm okay <laughs> until somebody can come get me. Um, but it's, it's just, it's those kinds of things that 
really do enhance the space. Mm -hmm. um, and we're seeing a lot more people, especially probably my generation and a little older, do, you know, they have Alexa everywhere in their house. So if you do fall, you can just be like, Alexa, call an ambulance. <laughs> so it's, it's things like that that we're integrating more into bathrooms. Um, and when we talk about grab bars, people initially get very like, oh, they're going to be ugly. But they've come such a long way. And most of them you don't even realize are a grab bar. They're a towel bar that mimics or that masks as a grab bar. Oh, interesting. Um, there's okay. soap soap bars or soap um, holders in the showers that mask that mask is um, grab bars so it's those kinds of things that really change people's minds and they come in all different finishes and styles now that we just integrate them all the time that's brilliant and these are things that you can you can show in your showroom we and do. crystal you've got them yep because that is absolutely true. The blending of aesthetics and function mm -hmm. is a triumph. Yes. Oh, well done. Design yeah. impacts lives. That really is is the case. It is. Now, I'm going to regret this really, really uh, tremendous <laughs> amount. But, Dan, you have something to say about bathrooms. Yeah, it would be a bartender segue. Uh, just to kind of start it off appropriately, we just had our bathroom remodeled. Uh, and we have the white Carrera marble, okay. uh, which goes really well. It's very slippery. But we put a rug over it so there's not too much slip involved. Mm -hmm. But what... What I love the most is uh, that's my me time. That, that's the time I get to spend by myself, whether I'm in the shower, shave my beard, or uh, going one or two or three. Uh, so the hmm. toilet paper, toilet okay. paper is what I was really aiming at. <laughs> uh, when, and you mentioned Jamaica. When I was in Jamaica circa 2011, yeah. uh, I came across that all the toilet paper in all the uh, the places had baby powder uh, within the teepee. So basically, I was powdering my butt every time I uh, had to do the thing. <laughs> but it, it was outstanding because eating all that hot Jamaican jerk, I didn't have any issues. I didn't have any so issues about since, that. Well, I did. So <laughs> since coming back, uh, I've always been on this quest to find said toilet paper, but you can't. No. So in... in in the Requiem, I, I found some other things. So I just sourced this uh, this teepee from England. Uh, it's chamomile-fused uh, and scented. <laughs> oh and it's outstanding, but it's it's a little bit harsh. So you can only use it every so often, otherwise it's sandpaper. But I but I also, no, I'm not done yet. So I also, I also have, I, I only stock vitamin E with aloe teepee, so it's, it's very smooth on my behind. But the key, the kicker, the best numero uno is my squatty potty with the bamboo foot rollers. Oh, oh. do you have one of those? I have all of those. Uh, the <laughs> Squat. Everybody's into the squatty potty. I get it. They you once know, once uh, you get there, you don't come back. Why can't you just like stand on the on the toilet seat? Because that'd be dangerous. We're worrying about slipping on current marble floors. You got, got a rolly. You got a rolly bamboo system. They they got rolly for your feet. So when the feet start going a little numb, mm -hmm. just do the roll. Get that blood circulating again. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my poop game is on point. <laughs> All right, this is great. Can we take a break or anything? Any chances? No, no, we got more time to kill. Oh, we're going right through this. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, I, do you have any uh, talcum powder, powder distribution systems? We do not. I've okay. never heard of that. But to your point, I mean, bathrooms and kitchens are supposed to be a part of you, and not that part, but um, they're supposed to be a relaxing zone, especially your bathroom when you take a shower, especially the steam shower, if nobody's done it. Definitely. The steam shower is amazing. Oh. At Lifetime Fitness, they do a eucalyptus mm -hmm. steam mm -hmm. to die for. Well, and there's more out there um, that you can put some of those essential oils in and steam your heart away. Heavenly. And, oh. Heavenly. So here's my question, actually, because you mentioned Lifetime, and I was actually just having some body work done, getting a massage down there. It's great. And I was, we were talking about this. Is the water purified that goes through the steam device, and does it matter no. if it's being turned into steam, would that kill anything that's being held? Or are you inhaling germs? Um, I mean, because we do like steam ovens too for kitchens and they okay. actually recommend tap water. Really? Um, I forget off the top of my head. It's just, I mean, it's just steam. You're mm -hmm. not going to get any of that stuff in it. Mm -hmm. Just like with steam ovens, you're not going to get any of that in your food. What's a steam oven? So a steam oven basically... It's the rage. Yes. So it can replace a microwave. Um, the only thing that it won't do is it won't pop popcorn and it won't reheat your coffee, but it keeps... The difference between it is it keeps all the moisture in your food, so it's actually healthier for you. Um, and you can use it as a steam oven. You can use it as just a convection oven, too. Is, is it kind of like an air fryer? No. it's. Oh. Um, Think of a toaster oven slightly larger than a toaster oven, and somehow it makes things taste better yes so awesome. we're using them instead of that big double oven right. that you only use twice a year for easter or christmas mm -hmm. the steam oven is usually what we'll put on top and you'll use that every single day 
um, to make, you can make bread, you can make cookies, you can make roasts, um, you can steam veggies, you can steam fish. I've actually had a person who just put towels in there and would steam her face. So, really? Oh, yes. I didn't think about that. Really? That's yes. a great idea, actually. Homemade facials. In so it's those kinds of things. Um, and but when, when you use a microwave, it actually just absorbs, or not absorbs, but it attacks all the moisture in your food, so it's not as healthy. Whereas a steam oven will keep all those nutrients in that food that you reheat. I hate the microwave. I call it the devil's oven. Well, and we're, I mean, we still will put microwaves in people's homes, but they're smaller and they're usually tucked in a pantry cabinet, just mm -hmm. like, again, to pop popcorn or reheat coffee or mm -hmm. tea or anything like that. It's But usually when we put steam ovens in people's homes, it changes their lives. That sounds amazing. That's fascinating. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because I happen to be looking at steam ovens in general. <gasps> There's like this one that was advertised in Dwell Magazine. Sharp, I think, makes it. Okay. Aftermarket. So it's just a countertop version. Okay. Got fabulous reviews. I was going to say, because the top ones that we use are usually Mila or um, uh, Wolf. Okay. Yeah. Well, but which will last forever. Yes. I mean, the difference being, you know, a sharp one, you get three, four years out of it. If you're lucky, it's disposable. It's. Are you talking about this for the, for the showroom or for your house? For the house. Nice. For mm -hmm. the house. Yeah. Although I can bring well, it to the showroom. I got a microwave there, though, and people use it on occasion. <laughs> Devil's oven. Mm. Yeah, but those steam ovens are just fantastic. I, I've never heard of it. It sounds fantastic. Mm -hmm. They're really nice. Awesome. So nice. You may need one at, uh, nah, you do everything fresh. You're not, you never reheat anything at Yeah, no, I don't work in kitchens with microwaves. Yeah, no, no, nor should you. Nor no. should you. Devil's oven. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, we mentioned something before we went to break. We've only had a couple minutes mm -hmm. left, but knobs, cabinetry knobs. Yes. Totally need new cabinetry knobs in my particular kitchen, for example, mm -hmm. and went looking. And they are incredibly hard to find the right knobs at a decent price overall. Do you guys have a lot of suppliers? Is there a depth to what you can offer in that area? Um, I mean, it's definitely, we like to call it kind of the jewelry of your cabinetry. It mm -hmm. does make a statement, mm -hmm. um, and it really does finish off those cabinets. Mm -hmm. So they, I don't want to say that they're inexpensive, and they're not overly expensive. You can usually find a good range, um, but we use a couple different manufacturers and we have them in our showroom we have a couple different lines that we show in our um, selection center Great. so people can come and kind of take a look at those too um but yeah i think i don't know if i'm answering your question no, you are. <laughs> just where do you find good door good knobs i mean um, it is so hard to find because they are they're they're critical i mean they mm -hmm. are the jewelry i mean you're not gonna well, and there's so many, just like cabinets and everything else, there's so many that you can choose from, but mm -hmm. that's part of your designer's job is to help you kind of find the right the right piece. Absolutely true. All right. Uh, we are going to take our final break here on Drink on the, in the Style. <laughs> I've forgotten the name of my show. <laughs> Top-notch Collins, by the way. Mm -hmm. When we come back, we do the Habitation audio log, a chance for me to complain about being in small business. And we're going to finish up with Caitlin Stokes. Stay with us. She's standing This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style every Sunday at 5 p.m. You know, I'm often asked what kind of furniture Habitation offers. Now, I can go two ways with this. I can say something like, Habitation specializes in warm, modern, raw, industrial, and organic contemporary home furnishings. But what does that mean? It means that we have some really cool stuff, and that is the answer that usually goes over better. But cool doesn't mean crazy. And I'm proud to say that everything we offer at Habitation is functional and comfortable. The type of furniture that will allow you to express yourself, but still works every day. So there it is. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. 
Hi, I'm Donna Minter, founder and executive director of the Minnesota Peacebuilding Leadership Institute. Please join us Wednesday, April 24th from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Riverview Theater in Minneapolis for LunaFest, our women's film festival for community peacebuilding. We'll show eight internationally curated short films by, for, and about women. We'll raffle off seven baskets filled with thousands of dollars worth of gift cards, merchandise, and service vouchers. This year, Minneapolis City Council Vice President Andrea Jenkins will be our honorary LunaFest chairwoman. $25 gets you eight short films and festivities. $50 gets all of that and the after party at the Riverview Cafe. The best part is... The proceeds benefit Minnesota Peacebuilding Leadership Institute programs and our Racial and Economic Equity Trainee Scholarship Fund. To learn more and purchase tickets, visit mnpeace.org and find LunaFest under events. That's mnpeace.org. See you there. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Welcome back to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. And this week, the American Society of Interior Designers, we have been speaking with Miss Caitlin Stokes, designer at Crystal Kitchen and Bath. Miss Stokes, my dear. Yes. How do people learn more about you guys? Um, you can always reach out to us on our website. It's crystalkitchenandbath.com or crystalkitchen.com. Crystalkitchen.com. Okay. Do you have an Instagram? We do. We have an Instagram. We have a Facebook. Um, I believe we have a house profile too. So you can always reach out to us via those. Um, otherwise, just stop into our showroom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the best way to really see what we're about. Which you'd be happy to stop and talk a little bit about options. You don't have to be committed to anything. Nope. Just see what's there, right? Exactly. When we when people come in, we just kind of talk to them about what, the, what they're looking for. Um, and then after that, we do offer a free hour-long consultation where we can talk more about your project. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Good to know. And Mr. Dan Newkirk, sir, how about a shameless plug for Mercy? Uh, shameless plug, Mercy, downtown, 901 Hennepin Avenue South. Uh, one of the cool things we have coming up, I don't know how you guys grew up, but I grew up uh, with my grandmother side-by-side side watching the Golden Girls. <gasps> yes. We're, we're doing the, uh, it's either the third or fourth annual Golden Girls pub crawl. It is the <laughs> funnest thing on the goddamn planet. Uh, wait, seriously. So it's, it's, so it's May 11th, uh, and basically four bars are involved, and there's 250 people, and we're talking, uh, we're not age discriminatory, uh, short, tall, fat, skinny, young, old. Everybody's dressed as one of their four favorites. Uh, me personally, I'm like a Sophia, Sophia Blanche combination, uh, but that's just me. Um, you struck me as a Betty White man. Yeah, you know what? I'm only Betty White when I'm a little bit hangry. But other than that, the uh, commercial. Yeah, exactly. But but the, the rotation is amazing, and everybody's in such a good mood. It's the best pub crawl. It blows a zombie pub crawl out of the water. It's... Uh, minus the puke and rally scenario, you know. Uh, but if you guys are looking for something to do, it's a Saturday, May 11th. Uh, highly recommend doing it. It's gotten bigger and bigger every year, and it's so much fun. And that's actually when we're launching our outdoor patio space. Oh, that's fantastic! We've teamed up with our, our friends from Beam Suntory. Uh, so we're working on some partnerships with making it beautiful. Um, we, we have the only not rooftop patio downtown. Uh, and with the head of construction starting, we're going to be building a, uh, for lack of a better term, giant wall. <laughs> and just to, just to block just to block the uh, the dust coming from because if there's one thing we learned from Nicolet, uh, you, you have to plan for those things. Yeah, good call, good yeah. call. Experience that teaches you everything you need. All right, pub crawl May 11th. Mm-hmm. All right, that's that, that's going to be crawl. it's so much fun. Golden Girls pub crawl. I'm so there. It's so fun. I love it. It's so fun. Seriously? Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be yeah. at my... I actually lost a bet one time, and uh, my friend recorded me singing the whole theme song. And every now and then, like once a year, it comes up back on Facebook, and she makes, <laughs> makes sure we're reminded that I lost that bet. Yeah, you know you got to sing that, right? I sang the <laughs> out of it. Sing. All right, give us the first uh, two lines. Thank Ready? you for being a friend. That's it. 
That'll work. Yeah. That's all I needed. Yeah. I can't sing. <laughs> That's can't scratch sing. that itch, my friend. <laughs> it's just never coming back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, that's going to be awesome. Let's uh, let's hope we can do that. You'll have to send pictures. By the way, Caitlin, you were talking about finding some pictures. Yes. Of some some previous projects. Yes. And I'm, I'm stalling doing the habitation audio log. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna hold on this. Tell me about this really quickly. So we, um, myself and our marketing manager, we're kind of talking about just introducing people to the history of Crystal Kitchen and Bath um, and using some of those old photos. Mm -hmm. And when we were looking through them, it was really cool to see how some of the old styles really are still the same. Mm -hmm. Um, And just with a few little tweaks that they can be exactly what people are looking for nowadays. So it was just some of those kinds of things that were interesting. So was this like sixties, fifties, seventies? No, it was kind of like eighties and nineties. Oh, eighties, nineties, or, or mainly. Oh, I yeah. hate you. Eighties and nineties to me is still nineties. Well, nineties still seems current. Yeah, that was twenty five years ago. I know it's still. I'm a nineties baby, and for some reason, I'm still like, oh, ten years ago. <laughs> people are like, no. It's weird. It's the late twentieth century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all the. Right but through. so it was definitely 90s and early 2000s. So what is the single, if, if you looked into them, what single thing jumped out at you? I think the one that got me was because I've done kind of contemporary modern design in the past. Mm-hmm. And we did a lot of C channel um, and L channels. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people really know what those are. They're just kind of. I don't. Um, don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more of. Um, Instead of using hardware mm-hmm. to open, they have oh, a more of a channel, okay. so mm-hmm. it's it's a lot cleaner of a look. Oh. Um, but those were very big, and so I've done those in the past, and I was like, oh, this is new, but it's not. Okay. It's just something that's reoccurring. So well, everything that can be said has be has been said. Yes, and that quote actually comes from ancient Greece, twenty five hundred years ago. Oh wow! So there's really nothing necessarily new, but it's a matter of adapting something that existed before to mm-hmm. modern sensibilities, right? Exactly. Love it. All right, I think the pictures are kind of cool. We're going to put those up on the uh, Drink in the Style yes. site. So, folks out there, if you are interested, go to www.drinkinthestyle.com, where you can also find uh, pictures of the host, pictures of guests, recipes, sometimes for cocktails, and some other fun stuff. All right, I got to do this nonsense. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Habitation Audio Log. Brett, are you ready for the Habitation Audio Log? I am ready in here. Excellent. We still have to pick music. We do, yes. That's a good idea. I should throw that on you. We've thought about that for like a year and haven't gotten around to it. (laughs) (laughs) We're planning. We're planning. All right. Okay. Habitation audio log installment 37, give or take. Personal guarantees. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Small business is hard. It is also really, really risky. And this is something that American leadership used to understand. Not only is a small business person taking a huge risk by trying to do something that will, statistically, most likely fail, they are giving up the security and stability associated with working for a large company. Nevertheless, in 21st century America, the deck is stacked against small businesses or small business people in a huge number of ways. Not only do large corporations get favorable tax advantages, um, I paid more federal income tax this year than did Apple, and no one has offered me any state tax breaks for opening a new new location, Um, but even other businesses prey on the little guy. One of the most insidious and unfair demands made by quote-unquote business partners is the now common practice of signing personal guarantees when applying for credit. The whole concept of LLCs, S-Corps, and other legal entities was to encourage Americans to start businesses while minimizing risk. No longer is it enough to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in businesses. Your so-called partners now demand that you pledge your family's future in exchange for credit or merchandise. It may not sound terrible, but let me ask you this. Do you think the CEO of Gabbert's is signing personal guarantees for merchandise coming into their stores? Of course they're not. But because I'm a little guy and I can't hide behind layers of employees, companies like, say, Classic Home use their position to end around the intent of laws, like those establishing protections, to demand things that they would never demand from their larger partners. 
This is just one example of the insidious undermining of what was once the heart and soul of American society. And unless we, as a society, step up and try to demand fair treatment for all entities, this whole erosion of the bedrock of our economy will not end until every last one of us is working in an Amazon distribution center. Ew. Right? Gross. I mean, no. I, it, I hate Gross. to be a downer on the Habitation audio log, but it is true. It's like, for the love of God, this is hard stuff. And how can you, you know, allow the whole concept of years of common law associated with corporate incorporation be to be undermined just because of a disproportionate amount of power between supplier and retailer? Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Could you imagine if a big corporation actually had to sign one of those? Mm. You wonder how well, different things would be if we'd they'd, actually get they'd better quality. Out how to yeah. sign it. Yeah. I was going to say, they'd get out of it somehow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you've got the power to refuse it, but you're right. If you did, let's, I mean, come on. If Elon Musk had to sign a personal guarantee associated with every piece of, of equipment that goes into the Tesla. He'd be down the creek, no paddle. No paddle at all. <laughs> and he would never do that. And he would never grow and he would never develop. I mean, so you would avoid the entire thing. And again, Elon Musk would probably be a manager at the Amazon distribution center. I'm not going to begrudge Elon Musk his intellectual capacities. But seriously, when you keep stripping away all manner of incentive to start something, when you keep making the, the mountain so steep, eventually people will stop undertaking initiative. Agreed. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. It's, and, and then here we go complaining and, 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 and what have you about uh, issues that are unimportant when the stuff that really does affect you, that really affects your kids being able to do what they want to do or start a business or be a part of something, is being completely undermined. Mm-hmm. I will not stand for it. Neither. Well, I. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And that's why we are organizing a march in Washington. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not organizing any marches. <laughs> have no time for that nonsense. Not even if we bring Jen. <laughs> Actually, yeah. All right. Okay. March in Washington. I'll be the drunk guy in the corner with a bottle of gin, courtesy of Caitlin Stokes. We're marching with Jen. <laughs> all right. Well, once again, I've missed the opportunity to answer any questions associated with habitation. You got one quick? I, yeah. I, I just want right. to know about your new location. The new location. All right. Where it's not, it's not completely... Someday we'll do a full Habitation audio log on what happened to designer rehab on Lake Street in St. Louis Park. Yada, yada, yada. I've sold a building because it was too hard to do business in St. Louis Park. And again, the deck is stacked against you. Mm -hmm. The new spot in Hopkins, however, totally cool maker's mall associated with uh, 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 a series of micro showrooms. So people can come in and merchandise and not necessarily have to have it staffed 24-7. There's going to be more into it. I just did a terrible job of pitching that. I love it. All right. There it is, my friends. Uh, we have drunk our way through another episode on behalf of Caitlin Stokes of Crystal Kitchen and Bath and Dan Newkirk at Mercy Restaurant. I would like to remind everybody in the words of John Lennon, time you enjoy wasting is never time wasted. Love that quote. Mm-hmm. Good night, everybody. <laughs>